What up, guys? Your boy Quake back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast. And Vito's back in the building. Yeah, you already know it's your boy Vito. I'm back. Let's and we go. got a special guest yes, sir. in the building. He's got the internet ablaze right now mm-hmm. uh, with arguably one of the biggest rappers in the world. And, uh, you know, he's going back and forth with them. And I, you know, there's some interesting stuff mm-hmm. being said. <laughs> <laughs> so, Benzino, the legend. Yes, yes, yes. Quake, what up? Vito, what up? Oh, nice to be here, man. No, Appreciate you coming, blessing, man. man. Real, yeah. man. Y'all got a nice setup. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. You know, we took a while. I think these portable walls took a little minute. To nah, it. everything looks dope, man. For real. Good yeah, shit. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. So, now, can I curse? Or yeah, no, no oh, you're man. good, bro. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, whatever. This episode is powered by Golden Eagle Energy Drinks. So shout out to them. They got their drinks Golden right here. Eagle on yeah. Point. yeah. Shout out to them. Open mine up. Open mine up. Yeah. Tastes good. Yeah. What do you think about it? Pretty good. It does taste good. I don't have no, you know, aftertaste. I'm not into energy drinks or anything, but it doesn't have that aftertaste. Excellent. It's smooth. See, like, I could drink it if it tastes like soda, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it got that aftertaste, but this tastes good right here. Yeah, right excellent. Here. Smooth. It's from Europe, so they get, they're mm. doing their thing over there. So. Yeah. Europe. Yeah, Albanian. Eagle. Yeah. Europe does things better. We're yeah. Albanian. <laughs> yeah, well, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. So Albanian, so L.A., that's who's running all the weed in L.A. In LA. Really? You didn't For know real? that? No that, way. Yeah, yes. Wow. The Albanians. Yeah, I thought New York. Run, oh, New running, York. Shit, running shit in Los Angeles with the weed. Damn, I didn't know that. For a that's, long time, yes. That is crazy. How, how long? What the, for I, a long, I no, for a while. I mean, at least, shit, 15, from what I remember, 15, almost 20, from a long time. Like, oh, the Alban- like even before it, 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 um, before it got legal in L.A., right. the Albanians was running shit with the weed. Yeah, no, they're they're, and I used to always wonder, like, damn, that's crazy. Like, why the, why the Albanians got the weed on lock? Yeah, it was actually one of the biggest uh, in Albania. They had like this huge uh, growing plant, like you yeah, know, like really? far, yeah, it was yeah. But they're they're like they over, got, overseas. They're pushing cocaine. They're pushing like all kinds of shit over. We're not yeah, now. Yeah. It's, so Albania is where it's it's what's the best it's, way to explain it's, it? These you know where Italy is. I know where Italy. Yeah, right across from the Adriatic Sea, I believe. Right. Yeah, right there. It's right across from Italy. Right across from Italy. Is, is the right, sea- at, right at the end of Italy, like at the bottom. Right. You just, cross, you just go right over, it's right there. So is the sea big? Is it big? So I'm saying is there like a big space between? Like how many miles is... Can, uh, get, I don't know the exact Italy? miles, but it's not too far. Not man. that far. No, no. Not All not right, far. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Bosnia, Romania. It's like 2.8 million how, how, population, but it's beautiful. Bro. So so is the food oh. got influences from Italy or more influences from... Like what? what's the food of Albania? I mean, Albanian culture. Like we got, we got yeah. a lot of different of our own. Like we eat like... How to explain this best? Uh, oh, man, we I eat a lot of bread. That's lot of bread. <laughs> food, <laughs> bread. That's probably the the craziest thing. I tell my uh, parents, I'm like, chill on the bread. But the good thing about like in Europe, everything just tastes better, man. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh my God, it's more organic. I, they've done it longer. It's yeah, like yeah. it's the original place. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Honestly, so yeah. yeah. Now, I, I've never been to Italy. That's like my you know because I love cooking. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's, so that's my dream to go to Italy. Gotta go. And just to like, just man, just learn. Because all I do is watch cooking shows. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah. Cooking shows and battle and battle raps. Yeah. That's the only thing I binge. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I binge battle raps on YouTube and cooking shows. That's what's up. Amazing. Yeah. I, I watch so much uh, Gordon Ramsay stuff because I just love like the kitchen I, nightmares. I, I, I watch everything. I'm really like, rest in peace to Tony Bourdain. You know, I was oh, really man. a Bourdain fan yeah. and um, still am, of course. But um, Andrew Zimmerman. But there's a new guy on. Um, He's on YouTube. His name is Sonny. If you check him out, Sonny Reviews. But he goes all over the world. That's what's up. And, yeah, so, yeah, I'm I'm a big foodie. 
Yeah. Again, no, I mean, I, I started learning cooking a little bit myself because I was like, man, I'm tired of just like eating out. And just Are there not. any Albanian restaurants here? Yeah, oh, quite a few. Yeah. If you want to try good Albanian food, right, go right. to New York. I mean, you from well, well, yeah, but but we're here. I I can go. Like, yeah, here, um, man, the closest thing would be in Lawrenceville, like Adriatic Grill. A- Adriatic, Adriatic Grill. Grill. Okay, yeah, that's probably the yeah. best. I'm gonna remember that. Yeah. In I, order or, what? And what to order? Tell me what to order. Uh, um, I like I like. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, the chivapa? Chivapa, yeah. It's called chivapa? Chivapa. And that is? It's like sausages. Okay. It's almost like sausages. With Love bread. Sausage. Okay. Yeah. And then they give you this, uh, it's called Ivar. Ivar, yeah. Yeah, Ivar. Yeah. Uh, it's like with this. It's like this good, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a good It's like a red sauce pepper sauce. Right, right. It's almost. amazing. Okay, well, that's what I want then. Yeah. yeah. That, it's called chivapa. Y'all going to text me these. Yeah, I'll text you. I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's It's very, it's something very special. And then like pita. Pita. And what's yeah. that? That's it's, like it's, bread. Oh, well, I know it's, a pita it's like bread. Yeah, yeah, pita yeah, bread. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm there. Yeah, I'm there. That's, I'm right yeah, that's, that's that. kind of become, you know. A like, lot of lamb. A lot of lamb. Do you yeah, yeah, lamb. lamb. Yeah. Too, man. I love oh, lamb. lamb. Yeah, no, lamb's, lamb's what's up. Just I, no I, pork. No pork. No, <laughs> no pork. Yeah. I just got finished eating some barbecue. I ain't gonna lie. On the West End, that shit was good as hell. Yeah, no, I mean, Atlanta's got some pretty good places, too. I mean, I remember that. I don't know if you know Keith Lee, that reviewer. Yeah, he kind of. Flooded Atlanta in a bad way a little bit because you know, of the service. Man, I'm but. saying, but look, listen, it's listen. I'm not gonna lie because I've, I've had a couple of restaurants, Benzino's Crab Trap. I specialize in crabs and Ooh, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, that's I mean, service is really part of it. The food is amazing. Even if you have amazing food, if you have shitty service, people yeah. will not come. Exactly. exactly. You know, yeah. it's a privilege that somebody's coming to spend yeah. money, and exactly. you know, so you want you want. You want good service, so I can understand that. You don't want, you know what I'm saying? I've been to some places, and it's like a chore. Like, I'm like, why are you making this? Like, Because I went to one place, and we had good service before. It was an Atlantic station. I forget what it was called. It was like some, it was like a seafood type of place. And the lady was giving me an attitude just for wanting water. <laughs> Look, And I'm like, bro, just that's, water. But I'm that's like, just, you know what it is? That's the hood shit, and it's like to some so hood. It, it really don't bother me. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get so uptight. Yeah. Over, you know, over, over, like if they don't, because I, it's almost not that I'm, I'm expecting it, but if it is, it's like, oh, you no, I didn't, know. I was just like, whatever. I was just right. like, I just want my I water, just want my food. <laughs> yeah, man, I, want my yeah. Shit. I just want to eat them. All. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really think too much of it, but then my friend was like, you know, damn, she's giving like an attitude in these things. I'm like, I just want, I just want my food, bro. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's in certain parts of the hoods in any city. I'm just yeah, not yeah. gonna say Atlanta, any city, yeah. shit, Boston too. Yeah. If it's certain parts, and you know, what I'm saying you getting that. Chick from the hood, yeah. you know, chances are, you know what I'm saying, she yeah. might have just been arguing with a man. Yeah, some shit. You know, what the fuck yeah. is going on with her? Yeah, yeah, trust yeah. me, she's going to take it out on yeah. you. Yeah. You know so you, you know, obviously raised in Boston and, yep. Uh, yep. you know, dealing with, there's, that's, so the whole, I understand, you know, the kind of uh, Eminem and Benzino thing that when it, when it started off with kind of a little bit more of race talk because you growing up in Boston dealt right. with a lot of, lot of racism and yeah. i even saw it like when you mentioned the line on uh, rap elvis uh it's the it's the boston celtics versus detroit pistons you know the the moment that i realized boston has a lot of racism was lebron james was kicking boston celtics oh, ass yeah. you could see in people's bro, face bro in people's face they were hit they wanted to call him the, the most listen, racist words listen, if you if you if you pull up um, the busing, busing, B-U-S-S-I-N-G in the 70s in Boston, mm-hmm. and it's in color. Just pull it up, busing in the 70s, Boston, segregation. And you're going to see a situation where they they wanted to take black kids out of the schools in the hood and, you know, put them on buses and 
ship them out to some other schools, some nicer schools, and try to integrate people. Mm-hmm. And all hell broke loose in these in these communities, and you could see it. Like you'll see hundreds or maybe thousands of people trying to stop the buses of maybe four black kids on it, just trying to come to the school. Yeah, in the seventies, this is yeah. Boston. Yeah. That's it. This is the set. Yo, usually when it comes to racism, you see in black and white, right? Yeah. That shit is that's in recent. color. Yeah, that's that's, like, that's that's about as recent. That's, that's yeah. recent. That's like, recent. Yeah. come on. And this is what I grew up in. And then you know, um, crazy. we grew up in the black part. There was the Irish part. There's the Italian part. I mean, everybody's. You know, what I'm saying, and you don't go over there. They don't come over here. And this is what, from my youth, for, as far as I can remember, I grew up in. Damn. And and you know, um, it probably would have been worse if my father was you know my father was you know street guy but business guy too you know mm-hmm. but my, but my father was dealing with some of the guys of you know like dealing with the mob and these Boston and you know he was locked up so you know what I'm saying um, I met a lot of Irish guys you know if it wasn't for that because these guys you know of course it was under different circumstances you know what I'm saying but I'm looking at these guys and these guys are dope to me. So, but then, so if if that didn't happen, I probably would have grew up thinking that all white people are bad because that's how mm, that's, that's how Boston was at that point. Yeah. And th- these are my younger years. Yeah, these are the years that my mind are being shaped and by the it, visuals exactly. of what I'm seeing. Yeah, that's what you know, so it's not like I learned that later on. Growing up in it, you just take it for granted. It's just how it is. Exactly, it is what it is. You don't yeah. go over there. You just don't fuck with them all. Exactly. And that's everybody. Yeah. That's what it is. But when you grow up, you see that's that's not right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I had to learn, like, shit, you know, um, it, it was just like, I mean, I thank God for my dad because if he didn't, you know what I'm saying, because there was a lot of, you know, of his guys that I was dealing with um, on, some, on some street level and some work and everything, and um, that I've, I've grown to love them, you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at white men in a different light now, you know what I'm saying? So now I know that not all white men are bad, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, that's, I mean... Yeah. It kind of shaped me. So with the Eminem thing, it just what you know. It happened with Marky Mark, you know, and, and yeah. the Funky Bunch too. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that just because a lot of racism gets like taught as the generation goes. I feel like it's something that's taught when with the parents that if they grow up and it's for the most part not. You look at them videos. They no, you're right. I'm saying yeah, there was yeah. little kids like seven years old like this. That's crazy. Yeah. Like that's look at the buses throwing rocks. Seven, insane. six, seven years yeah, old. Yeah. Like how do you at seven? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like how do you even know? Get out of here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how do you know yeah. at six and seven to act like that? It's because just crazy. your dad. Look, there's a movie out there. The thing now is like Boston has hid this for so long that now there's just now. Like the Child Stewart, there's a thing on HBO Murder in Boston where this guy Child Stewart pulled up at Mission Hill Projects, mm-hmm. blammed his pregnant wife right in the head. Right, <laughs> the pregnant wife's leaning on him with blood coming out of her head. He shoots himself in the leg. Well, actually, had his brother come down and do it. What had his the? brother come shoot him in the leg, but he insurance money, right? What? Okay, so look, they tearing Boston up, searching the mayor's like, no, no, no. You could just pull, but they, listen, they was pulling niggas' pants down on blocks. It was legal for them just to search on anything. So that they is. finally blamed it on somebody. They blamed it on a black man, of course, two black men. And it ended up that the guy finally admitted it, and he jumped off the bridge and wrote the note. And then they went and asked his brother. The brother got years. Like, it was wow. that they had to let, you know. That is insane. They, lied, they, they kept... Willie Bennett in jail for some other shit since they didn't want to look like they were for some robbery that was some bullshit. Yeah. But 
This is the type of shit that Boston went through. It's a three-part series. If I got it. What, what is it? What is it called? It's called Murder in Boston. It's on HBO. Murder in Boston. That's one. There's another one on Netflix called. Can you shut that off? There's another one on Netflix called yeah. The Fourth Trial, where my man Stutter, Sean, um, you know Mulligan, a racist cop, Irish racist, dirty cop, one of the most. No, no, no. The 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 heater. Oh, yeah, it's loud. Yeah. One of the most dirtiest cops you could imagine. Like, and I know him. He's chased me. He shot at me. He used to pull over, get crackheads, and you know, have sex with crackheads in his car right there on the block. I mean, he was a dirty motherfucker. Um, he used to have wooden teeth. They were wood. What? His teeth were like wood, like. What? The and fuck? and he came from a whole family of Irish police, the Mulligans. Yeah. Long story short, there's a big series on that where he got killed. You know what I'm saying? And um, they kept trying Sean. It was hung jury after hung jury after hung jury. Yeah. And he spent like damn near 20 years just after retrying the fourth trial. That's another That's one. Bro, nice. like, I'm telling you, the stories in Boston. You got shot at by him? Leave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the first He's the first cop to ever shoot at me was Mulligan. I was on Westville Street. And back then, it's hand-to-hand combat. Cars pull up. You have your stash over there. I would have my stash in a fruit punch, fruit punch carton. Yeah. And I have my big stash over there in the bushes. But the fruit punch carton is like right there, kind of like on the curve and I'd have about six, seven bags in there and I'd be selling heroin and weed. Yeah. And um so when a car come up, I go to my stash, get it, boom. He pull up, man, listen, now in the back there's yards. So it's a two there's this house, then there's that house. So there's only one fence to jump. Mm. Now I knew this motherfucker. He he can't run. He's old. He can't, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I couldn't believe it one time. He shot at me. I, one time, I said, oh, shit. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. You know, because everybody yeah, knows him. Is. He comes mulligan, y'all is bounce. Or he would come, you know what I'm saying? But he he ain't never shot at nobody, but he shot at me one time. What the fuck? Yeah, no, no, no. It, Yo, you, it your life bad. is a movie, man. I'm telling you right now. Like, you got, you got stories, all kinds of stories, man. And I've always watched, i watched quite a few interviews. Um for a long, long time. Because I remember, like I told you, when when the whole, you know, the beef started happening, I was like six, seven years old. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So That's like, what I was telling you. I was like, man, we was crazy, young. man. Like, yeah, we were like, listen, we didn't know what the fuck anybody like was talking about. Some of we didn't even understand it. We just like, we're just bumping to, it, right? Yeah, bumping wow. The, and how I got into basically hip hop was, you know, obviously Eminem was the first one, but then I fell in love with 50s music because I was like, Give Richard I trying to me. is like There the was best. no artist before Eminem that you ever listened to or even heard nah, of. Nah, nothing? Nothing, nothing. I mean, zero. We, no, because, I mean, because, like, we had a at, war in our this country. time, we had a war in our country. So it was 1999 we, we came here to America. I got, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so wow. when we came to the United States, that was 1999, like June. Okay. You know? Okay, okay. But we just came. We didn't, like, nothing there was about no American access culture, to yeah. CDs. Yeah. I, I didn't know cassette, like, nothing. Then, you know, we get to... 2001, two is like when we start hearing, like listening to hip hop. And our sister like, was know. the oldest, so she she was in middle school at the time. Yeah, so she was the one that was like putting us on on whatever she was listening music. to. Wow. So yeah. she actually bought me the Get Rich Die Trying album. She like you know she was so bumping. M and Fifty were the first ones. Yeah, M was first, and then wow. Fifty was like that one's like I was like Get Rich Die Trying to me till this day is the greatest album all time. Wow. That's my opinion. Wow. I mean, everybody no, has of course. So. I, you know, yeah, at that point. It. Believe that shit. That's what music is. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's up to what you like. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, um, 99 was when really, like, shit started taking off for me. As a, I was a solo. No, well, no, it was with Made Men. Yeah. But that's when, like, the source really started making money yeah. around 99. Prior to that, I was just in the streets. And even though me and Dave was partners and the source was going on, like, it's not like a lot of money was coming into me from the source. Yeah. You know, I was doing my thing, but... 
after ninety nine hit boy, it was out of control. Yes, yeah. Was, yeah. I, I think I think the early two thousand late night is the best time of hip hop, in my opinion. I think I just I wow. liked I liked the kind of I the I don't know about it going too commercial. I was a little iffy, but then I think it had a good balance of everybody having like a different flavors of things you could listen to. I well, think at a certain point, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. It's funny because you know when when it comes to okay, so radio, you had pop radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there would be some. It, it's funny because how this how this goes because how things change. But people would make albums and be like, okay, I'm I'm gonna make a pop song. In in their mind, they're gonna make a type of song that's gonna fit the format of pop radio because everybody knows that pop radio is where all the money's right. At. Yep, yep. All right. So if you're in the streets, you're like, oh, well, that's a sellout. That's a sellout if you're on the streets. Like so, like certain songs, like Hammer's song, "Can't Touch This," that was super pop. You know what I'm saying with the oh, Rick James, yeah. you know what I'm saying song. Yeah. So sample. So a song like that, it's not like probably Hammer just said, "Oh well, I'm gonna make a pop song." Hammer's just a dancer. He wanted an up tempo song, and that song was always dope. You know, like in the hood. So that right there is just an example. Now speed it up to now. There's no like pop rap songs that somebody. You know what I'm saying? There's no filter, too. There's no, right, there's yeah, no filter. So yeah. everything now is pretty much, like, they'll play anything now exactly. on radio these yeah. days. But back then, it was just different. Now, you know, hip-hop started getting real big at the beginning of the 2000s. But to me, the essence of hip-hop, and I was there at the beginning, the only reason I, I, I always will say at the beginning was because a lot of if a lot of people will never experience what it's like to go out to, like, a park and a block party where people put up speakers. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right, classic, and you're yeah. going against each other on turntables, not Serato. Yeah, turntables, actual wax, a skill of wax and scratching, and then when that when 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 it was time for the DJ to to spin for the for the um artist or the, the rapper, he would only have a beat that would probably be like four bars long that he would have to keep striking scratching back and forth yeah like, what is crazy. more pure and dope than yeah. that that's outside and then it's it's getting nighttime it's daytime then it gets nighttime and yeah. you're smoking and, and then the dudes come with with the mics like it's it's a feeling that yeah. you know what i'm saying and that's, that's gone that's you know and i wish yeah. you i wish you all would be able to feel that yeah, because yeah. that right there to me was the most purest dopest feeling ever and that's what probably I got addicted to hip hop just because of that. Oh, we, that's dope. we was giving block parties and house parties, and yeah. it, it was just huge. it was that's... it was we, we we did it for the fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean there wasn't any money involved, so it, it came out of pure passion. We got to sell our work though. Every time we gave block party, <laughs> we sold a gang of work. Yeah, dope. <laughs> yeah, on that side, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. I mean, I think I like even with the that's so awesome. the Melly Mel and Eminem situation. I think even that situation. That brought more light to like Melly Mel in the history of Grandmaster for a lot of people that didn't know. Because when a I was, fucking legend, yeah, that's Melly what I was saying. I was like, "How do you guys not know? This is one of the founding oh, fathers oh, of hip hop." He's a fucking yeah. So legend. I, to me, I can understand where like people were confused, but then I was like, "Dude, just go on the history. Like, you have internet back then. Like, you know how hard it was to research things. Now it's like you have the internet. You have access to anything to research whatever you want. So the ignorance to if you actually love hip hop, you should know at least the history of." You know, who did this, who did that. Like Uncle Luke, I always give him props for, you know, finding out the parental advisory sticker, pushing for that freedom of speech of hip hop. Yes, I and, thought, he, and he did that. Exactly. He did that. And people do not, that always goes over people's heads. I'm like, dude, if it wasn't for that sticker, yeah. like you don't realize a lot of stuff would be censored right now and people would not be able to speak. Luke went to the Supreme Court with exactly. this shit. It was so hard and it was given such a hard time for radio yeah. and all this shit that Luke fought them. 
paid lawyers to fight them. People don't understand that he just can't fight with just, he didn't go up there fighting. He had to have lawyers and he had to have belief. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Luke because you're right. And, and, and I appreciate that. I appreciate you because the problem is it's it, nobody cares about the history. It seems like this Gen Z yeah. doesn't care about the history. And I would say that a lot of Eminem fans, they only like Eminem or who Eminem fucks with. And I, that's where I, yeah. that's yeah. where I think <laughs> they're close-minded. I, I would just want Eminem fans just to open their minds a little more that it's more to hip-hop than just Eminem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what Agreed. Eminem co-signs. Yep. And that's, to me, what I've been fighting, kind of. Because the beef back then was this. And, and, and I watched you, and you did a really good job. Thank you, appreciate but, it. But, but just to kind of maybe... Um, give you just a little more insight. It's just that black America, you know, with, with hip hop, white America's buying into black American culture, mm. buying, spending money. Yeah. Not just hey, saying, hey, you're cool. Hey, he's all right. I work with him. No, they're like, you know what, man, we're, the clothes are dope. The, the, the music's dope and we're buying into it. And now within buying that, it's like finding out that, hey, man, should I have similarities? And that that unifies the cultures. Exactly. Hip hop was doing that. It was doing it. It was doing it. Oh, I can, oh, I have a story. Quick. Okay. So, fifty. Um, he he performed in our country, and and this time this is two thousand seven. This is the only American hip hop artist to perform in our country. Shit. We just got independence, and wow, yeah, which is there was so we had a war in our country against Serbia. Wow. And, of course, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So Bosnia that, Serbia, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that war, Serbians and Albanians hit each other. But for that night, 50 performing, there were Serbians and Albanians. There's nothing that popped up. Yeah, because music does that. Exactly. That's what music does. That that's is insane. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's just that I felt that now, the, and, I, and I use this, the machine, the powers that be, the elites, whatever you want to call it. But the people mm -hmm. running the labels and the people noticing hip hop, was like, man, we need a white rapper because, you know, there's, okay, there's certain white people that are coming to this music, but there's a whole country of other white people that don't mess with black culture. We feel like if we get a white rapper that's just as good and, and accepted by the black people, then we will get all the white people. Yeah. Now, business-wise, that's smart oh, yeah. if you're a businessman. But what it does is, and what it did, and this is what I've been saying 20-some years ago, yeah. is that it creates a division because you don't want to look at Eminem as the white rapper. You just want to look at him as the rapper. Once they said, look, he, they, they purposely said he's going to be the white rapper that other white people come to. And then this way here, the platforms like pop, pop radio and MTV and Showtime, then, hey, because he's white, you know what I'm saying, and because the majority of America is white, and because black America co-signed them, then, man, listen, you know, it's okay. And what I'm saying is, no, you just separated from all them black people, all them white people not wanting to mess with black people. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. what it did. People yeah. cannot deny that. And I'm not, there's no, I never, ever looked at, I'm not a jealous person. I just, yeah. I don't know what it is to be jealous. You know what I'm saying? I've always hustled for mine. So I always went and got it. Like, it's not like I looked at Eminem and said, oh, he's, I just felt like, it's not fair that he gets this treatment, and if he gets it, then there's, then there's going to be other white rappers that are going to get it, and yeah. it's not fair to us because hip hop is hip hop was born and birthed out of the South Bronx in the '70s. If you exactly. pull up, if you pull up, 
videos of the South Bronx in the seventies. But I, I, it looks worse than Vietnam. Like, <laughs> so it's, I'm, it's gonna, I'm gonna like, play a little on. a little devil's advocate. Yes, so there's two things. Yes. One, um, I did I did some research on this because when when you were talking when I was doing the documentary of the Eminem versus Benzino, who really won that documentary? I uh, I ran into a stat that nobody's ever mentioned. And every time Eminem, so this is the stat I ran into. Every time, every year that Eminem dropped an album, everyone that year sold more as well. So really? I, yeah, I actually found this. When you say everybody, like everybody? Because here, here's my, my theory on this. And this is what I, what I experienced myself going in. So in 2004, Eminem dropped Encore, right? And you got Eminem's album on the stands, right? In stores, Target, Walmart, wherever. So you would see albums surrounding that hip hop albums. You would see a Nelly, you would see a Ja Rule, a Jay-Z, a Nas. So that would intrigue you to be like, okay, I like Eminem. Let me, what, who's this guy right next to the album? Right. So that's, when I was looking at the stats, I was like, that's kind of crazy that every year that Eminem dropped, people were just well, overall well, selling more. I, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, of course he's going to, of course, of course that you're, you're going to bring some that, yeah. that would probably wouldn't come, but the majority is going to split apart because look at, look at the fans. The fans that he got right, the fans. Yeah, look, I don't look I'm at the fans. Fan. The fans. The, I mean, the the fans are like stands. <laughs> stands. They when you when you when you look at their mentality, they don't have a diverse mentality. There you go. That's a perfect, perfect. Yeah. They don't. That's true. Because because if they did, then everybody would be fucking um selling mm-hmm. at a high ass yeah, rate. Look at okay. And I always use this, and I I know Royce hates this, but. Royce and Eminem put out Bad Meets Bad Evil. Meets Evil, yep. 2011, yep. About two months later, Royce put out his album, right? It did sold nothing. So That's a good example. So how do you have 500,000 yeah. you bought of this and then two months later, he's only selling 10,000? Yeah. Like, that means that 490 white people did not buy Royce's album. Yeah, that's, okay, that's fair. I can see that. Yeah, that's fair, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's like, they divided it because they're like, okay, we got our white guy. We ain't got to fuck with him now. But you think and that's... I'm not saying all of them. But, but, but you think, because I can, I can argue back on that and say mm-hmm. maybe the lyrical rap in terms of what Royce is doing, the conscious lyrical rap no, is not, doesn't sell as much. No. What about, okay, what about 50? He's the selling? same rapper that did a whole album with him. He didn't rap different on his album. He's, Royce is Yeah, but M is on a Royce, compliment. No, right, but I'm saying Royce isn't a fool. Royce says, okay, if that did that, then we're going to give you more of that. It really was like part two and even a couple, of, it didn't mess with him because it wasn't a part of Eminem. D12. D12 really is just Eminem's group. Yeah. The group with Eminem. D12 tried to do their own thing. What, what is D12 doing now, right now? Yeah. At, as big as Eminem still is, still is, why won't his artists still go support Bizarre if he puts out a solo album? Why don't his artists go support yeah. Stat Quo if he, like, well, I mean, you, you could, because why don't they support Crooked Eye if he puts out an album? I, they're, not, they're not supporting him, not even a small percentage of what M does. That's true. So yeah. that means that that entire, he has 41 million followers on Instagram. Yeah, that's crazy. Why aren't those yeah, followers yeah. supporting his artists that's and his true. guys? Yeah. Can, is there an answer for yeah. it? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think. I think a little bit has to do with um, what was I going to say a little bit earlier. Uh, I mean, you can't like any like what what label can you name that's led by an artist that has succeeded dr- dr- drastically besides Young Money with Lil Wayne, Drake, Nicki, 
Tiger. Well, that's a big one. I mean, that is no. Besides that one, <laughs> that's though, a good one. Besides that one, and I think you could. He's you so could, big, but my my thing is he's so big. He could have did the same thing. Like you don't yeah. think that like when you get that big and that big and that many people really obsessed with you. Yeah. There's no way that you can't bring artists in and they're doing just. Wayne brought in. Look at how great Nicki and Drake are doing and and over the test of, of time yeah. that it's not even your Gotti right now is doing I mean, really good. come on yeah. man yeah. like you know what i'm saying m could have did the same thing i mean what about, Jay, what about jay-z jay-z and rockefeller jay-z and rockefeller was kind of different because you know jay was like an artist and it seemed the way it is now like dame was the one that hooked that up not saying that jay, that, uh, jay wasn't down with it but um I mean that's a good example, you know. That's a good. Example. I mean, Jay, Jay's huge. Jay's huge. What about Nas but, and? But nowhere know. new. But but not huge as Eminem. What about Nas and Queensbridge? Oh, they got going on. That never Nas really it. never. Put, Nas really never put out artists. Yeah. Nas yeah, just. No, I mean, never. some 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 dudes are like. I, I, Nas never had a label. Nas never put out. I mean, not this. Eminem was like, okay, we're doing shady records, exactly. yeah, and true. we're gonna put out artists. Yep. That's right true. now, Fifty was gonna blow regardless. I, let's yeah. let's <laughs> just please admit right now that. He did not need Eminem to blow. Yeah, he I did. I did. I did the Get Rich or Die Trying documentary. Flew all over America. Talked to Shaw Money, all the engineers, producers. Half the album was already done before. Uh, Dre he and, he and already put out a, a gang of mixtapes that New York was going crazy over. And at that time, the transition of like you know, with, you know, the, the type of you know, Jaws doing big songs, happy songs. It was just a time now to get the bad guy in there, gangster shit. Yeah. And that's what 50 represented for the East Coast. There really wasn't no gangster shit yeah. being represented. Yeah. And 50 represented that. And, that. and the thing that Eminem did do that was brilliant was he's the one that connected to Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that helped a lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, that helps. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's he, he's the number one producer in my book forever. Yeah, you know I, know think so I think so, too. So, uh, so I just think like, and I'm not saying like, it's not putting the pressure on Eminem because, but I'm just saying, showing you what M's fans are. Yeah. M's fans, his millions and millions and millions of worldwide fans, they're really for M. Yeah. You know, can if M goes and gets on something with you, they're gonna it's gonna go platinum. You. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Quake, yeah. if you and M did an album today, <laughs> yeah. it would go platinum. Yeah. And then after, that's, and then Quake would put out an album three months from now and then you and wouldn't it, hear from Quake. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that's a good point. I, I, I yeah, his like he has a he has a certain fan base, like the stands I call them. They like I had it so I when I did the Eminem versus Machine Gun Kelly. I just said I like the Machine Gun Kelly record better. Rad Devil, I enjoyed it better than uh, Kill Shot. And uh, I got, like, death threats. I got death threats like crazy. I got people and you're saying, white. Yeah, I was like, what did I you're even Albanian. do? Like, yeah, I was like, what did I even do? It's just an like, opinion, man. That's like, all it is. Right, but but see, so that's what I'm saying. That's not right, though. Like, nobody. But you can't take that out on M. You got to, like, you got to try yes, to separate. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, I, it's hard. I'm going to be honest with it's you. It's hard. I tried. <laughs> I know it's hard. I tried, but at the end of the day, who else can you take it out of? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to see these millions of crazy motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. You know what I'm saying? Half of them don't even got <laughs> pictures on it. Yeah. All you see is zero one zero on their Instagram. Like, what the fuck do you even... Yeah. Like, they, they only have the gram yeah. to antagonize and fuck with yeah. you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. You know, and, 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 you know, I don't even think I would even want fans like that. I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't even want fans... I, I think every... Every artist that reach a certain level, besides, I think maybe Jay Z. I haven't Jay Z really, don't got fans yeah. like that. Nas I think Kanye, like Kanye that. does. Kanye don't got fans. Kanye like that. got fans like that. Nicki Not Minaj, like that. Nicki Minaj got fans like but that. But these are chicks, the barbs. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Uh, like, no, Kanye know. got fans like that. Dude, at one point, Kanye fans thought he was God. Nicki's fans are chicks, 
Yeah, and, Nikki in the yeah. LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. so. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Okay. M's yeah. fans are grown men, men yeah. with kids. Yeah, like ready to fucking go to war with them, and just <laughs> yeah. like you know what I'm saying, taking time out their day, like it really yeah, affects no, them. It was, like that shit is a, it's it's bizarre to me. Yeah, me if I critique anything Eminem, I always gotta like kind of explain why because I'm like you guys are just gonna attack me. Like the revival, the 2017 album, I was like this is a horrible, horrible Eminem. <laughs> I was like this is bad, and people were like you hate Eminem, you're not even a fucking fan. I'm like bro, I've I've bought Eminem's albums, I've always listened to him. He's the one that introduced me. To, how am I hating on this guy just because I don't like one album? Do you know M's problem? This is the truth, and I'm gonna say it right now. Yes. He's stubborn with his music because M, I'm sure, because remember, M mm -hmm. likes to produce, mm -hmm. he likes to pick the beats. M's beat selection, as far as the the culture that I'm in, in the hood, and the music that we're listening to, is nothing near it. Mm. Yeah, like those beats that he picks off his lap, them them, yeah, they're hip hop beats. Right, but we don't listen to them beats. No. You know, what I'm them type of beats that he picks—that's his problem. Yeah. He seems like he could go get big producers, the Mike Wills, the mm. the, the ATL Jacobs, the the, the Metro Boomers, mm -hmm. but he won't do it. He's not. Yeah. You know, he wants to do it his way, my way. So it's cool because you know why? Because his way still makes a lot of money, mm. and there's a whole audience for it. But guess what? Mm. It's not the music and beats that yeah. we listen yeah. that we listen to. It yeah. just and people need to realize. Look at that and realize. M is a 50-something-year-old white man. How long can they keep holding on to him? They should have been, he should have been molded another white rapper so that white America, because if, it, if it's like this and they're that serious about it, what are they going to do when he's gone? Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> now what? I thought Mac Miller. I thought Mac Miller was dope. I think, it, you know, he, he had like a different, more uh, different sound that wasn't like catering to white. I liked uh, it, Mac Miller. I think like Mac Miller. Was I like it. Mac yeah. Miller was chill. Yeah, yeah he was. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, he was Same. very talented. I thought he was. Same. He was going to be the next like white rapper that would have. I thought Post Malone at a certain point, but he kind of just went way pop and just. Uh, Post yeah. Malone is a singer. Yeah, but you got to give Eminem props. Here's the thing. I think he one he respects the culture. He's always given respect to the culture. He's given respect to every artist. You saw his Hall of Fame speech. He loves hip hop. Yeah, and he's always uh, he's always still been in hip hop. You could have easily gone to a direction of going but Quake, to rock. But Quake, it's or, easy to say all that. And, and he doesn't do it. He Like hip-hop is a thing where it's... it's yeah, you're saying in person. It, it's from the streets. So it's outside. We outside. Yeah. We here. Yeah. It's not a thing where you just drop shit and then you go over there. Yeah. Like, yeah like you got to be a part of the culture. Yeah, you got to yeah. be a part of I the I mean, people. what about Jay-Z? Jay-Z's gone. Jay-Z came up. Yeah. In the all the parties. But he's that, gone. Oh, right now no, he's gone. No, but I'm saying Eminem never done it. Oh, come on. Okay, yeah. I mean, if he was at the place where they battle saying that and they're different, a few yeah. things. I'm talking about clubs, man. Go yeah. to a club, represent. When Jay's out, go, go, go rock with Jay. When Nas is out, all these guys that all these guys that he mentioned on in his in his speech, go hang out with him at a club. Pull up. Yeah, I've never. Do you know him. how big that would look? I've for him? never seen yeah Eminem or like at an area like a club. Yeah, he doesn't that's, do interviews too. That's like, not, he doesn't do interviews. Yeah, that like, that, that I don't. Pisses me. And off. we we, we no no when he does do an interview. Here's my problem. When he yeah. does do an interview, it's with somebody safe. Right. It's with Sway right. in the morning, yeah. which is Sway Shade right. Forty Five. It's with DJ Hook Shade Forty Five. Yeah. It's with uh, what's the other the last one that he did? DJ uh, Hook and, and Sway are uh, a uh, great guy. Sway's been doing it for a long time. A lot of respect for Sway. Of course, but they're paid. They're Under paid to, yeah. to, to not ever say anything wrong with him. Yeah. Anything. And that's what I don't like. I think he's gotten to a point where it's like, 
He doesn't like he won't he's go on a drink champs. He's protected. Yeah. He won't go on a drink champs. I'll champ. be on drink champs next week. Yeah, that's what's up. Amazing. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait to see that. that. Shout out to my brother. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, to me, it's disrespectful. Like every yeah. other, again, all your other ones that you're saying, they're on drink champs. Why won't you go on drink champs? Yeah. See, because he he purposely puts himself away from the culture. He makes a bunch of money from it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gets a bunch of obsessed fans really into him, and then after that, he just leaves everybody hanging. Yeah. And he's been doing that shit forever. I mean, I. I don't think everybody hang. I think it, Marshall Mathers Foundation is, is in Detroit. He's helping people. I'm out. saying. I'm saying. What do you mean by? I'm it? saying. I'm saying. As far as coming around hip hop, being yeah, involved with hip hop, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah, he needs to. Out. Is he scared? Always, is he scared? Is he nervous? Because if yeah. that's the case, then 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 you shouldn't have been in hip hop because hip hop isn't a in the house thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a in the house solo introverted thing. Yeah, you got to come true. out and be with the people, man. Especially somebody of your stature. Yeah, and and. And do you know how great that would look for white and black America? Yeah. Oh, if, yeah, facts. If yeah. you just seen them hanging out with some niggas and hanging yeah. out with, yeah. you know how, you know, that, you know how cool that would look? But he don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and listen, hey, he doesn't have to. That man can do whatever he want. He's free to do whatever he wants, right. and God bless him. Like, I'm not mad that he don't, but I want people when they look at it and they always criticizing me and they always criticize him. Look at the entire picture, please. Yeah. Stop looking at it from a... From a small lens, look yeah. at it from look at the bigger picture of what we're talking about. That man is ridiculously nice on the microphone for his type of rap. Me personally, I don't listen to that type of rap. He could have been black. There are black guys that I don't listen to type of rap. Now there are black battle rappers that I listen to that are like <laughs> that I know would chew him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For some reason, they don't go with him. I just don't understand why. There are guys that could take that rap that I put out. Man, if some, I mean, there are guys that that could have bended that. Yeah. yeah. They just won't mention his name. Yeah, I, I, I never understood why people were so scared to kind of go at him at a certain point. I mean, even game at a certain point, it's like, I'm never going to mess with, you know, go at him now. I mean, ga- game game, game is lyrically lyrically talented. Oh, lyrically, game is. Game is lyrically gifted, right? And game, the only thing is. Game is amazing. The only right? thing is, again, you know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of people. Because since game was a part of um, since game was a part of G Unit, a lot of people really didn't want to believe that game is going against Eminem. You know what I'm saying? A lot of fans just didn't want to believe that because they figured that game was an ally. Game was, you know what I'm saying? When game did it, it, it kind of shocked everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think, I think that game's um, his diss track that that he did was dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Eminem didn't even respond. Yeah. He did kind of a little. It was a, a you know what I like about you, Eminem, a lot of artists in the older generation is you guys are direct. You guys yeah. say people's names. I don't like these newer generation artists. They're just subliminals, yeah. and I think Jay Z kind of brought that in hip hop where it's more subliminal. It's like people aren't really saying people's names. You have to guess what line is what. I'm not a fan of Nas that. Nas wasn't subliminal in Ether. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ether. Yeah. I think Ether is Nas, one of the Ether one of the, best. the greatest. Yeah. This tracks of all time. Yeah, so I think that 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 new part of it is amazing. And then, um, what were you saying? I forget. Just no, I was just saying as far as Eminem and him coming outside and him like again. And as far as the battle goes, like M definitely okay. Now I want y'all to believe this. When when Eminem dissed me last time, although I know lyrically and the songs were dope, I never really, I never was hurt from the songs because. Everything he was rapping about, it, it, it was kind of like as a joke against me. And the jokes don't bother me because I know 
who I really am, what I was really yeah. doing. Now, if I wasn't, then maybe. But it didn't hurt me. Now, I know that there was good songs, so I had to listen to the songs because people were going crazy over Nail in the Coffin. They were going crazy over the sauce. And if I would have said, like, yeah, they cool. Oh, you're a hater, you're a hater. So I listened to them, and they had some good punchlines, and they had some. And so, so, so I would say that, yes, okay, if that's the case, then yes, you won that. You won, you won those rounds. You, you um, cooked me in those rounds. You know what I'm so saying? So I want to talk about that, that, that the first one, the, when the battle started. So to me, based on, so first, what people forget is that the source featured Eminem in Unsigned Hype. So you guys yes. were actually supportive. Matty C put him in unsigned height. Yeah. So Way you guys before were, he came and out. you were supportive with fifty. Well, at least helped him out in the situation Hell when he yeah. got stabbed and and, and loved his music. Yeah. You know, still. So before that's, and after. So yeah. to me, it's like crazy how things went left. But I, the moment that I think that 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 it probably went left, and this is even in the documentary I mentioned this is. You saw him at the summit, uh, the Puerto Rico summit show, right. or you were you were trying to see him. I was said trying Obi, to see him. Obi Trice said that he ran into you. He was like, "Yo, give me a lookout on the review of the album." That yeah, I'm it was love with Obi Trice, and yeah. I seen Fifty with, with Jam Master J. Fifty hugged me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's we, dope. We seen his DJ though, and you know what I'm saying. Check the shit out of uh, Green Lantern outside. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah, you, yeah. You mentioned you know that. Saying? So you never ran into Eminem at that moment, right? Never. There. So never. He but, would never come around me. But before that, it was. There really wasn't any like this. No, before well, that, it was it was him saying on "Say What You Say" five mics on the source. I ain't holding my fucking breath. That right, was about it. And you right. never, you didn't release a diss track at the time. You no. just gave, not you specifically, but the source gave it You're two right. out of five mics. Quake so no shit. Yeah. So I was like, Quake no shit. When that when you went at that summit thing, what in that little day or two, what happened? Because you went to Hot ninety seven. I'm saying and started just. I'm saying well because Hot ninety seven, I had a great relationship with Flex. And, and and it was good with it. it was good with everybody up there because you know, but when Eminem went up there, oh they was they was they was playing the shit out of me like yeah. they was like trying the shit out of me like, but that was after that's my my my, my kind of that was well, after the so when you dropped you dropped uh, remember that song I don't I wanna right I don't wanna that I, was that was you dropped that after the before you went on Hot 97. did I this is what did Obi yeah this is what Obi says I don't know because I, I don't remember that yeah. was it before or after so. You so should, it had this what Obi yes. this, this what Obi tried yes. said. So he says saw you that night. Everything was cool. Yeah, yeah. You tried to see Eminem. It never ended up happening. You ran into DJ Lantern. Happened whatever. Right. That following Monday, he said DJ Lantern called him and said that you were going off on them on the Hot ninety seven. I don't know where. No. Okay, that no. didn't happen. Okay. No, no, no. I don't. I don't remember it. I please, uh, you know, but I don't remember. I've, I've done so much. Maybe yeah. it slipped my mind, but I don't. Re all I remember is that when he went up at Hot 97. Yeah, that was after he dropped. I don't right, know. yeah, but I never went up to Hot 97 and, and disrespected Eminem first. No, the only thing I remember was putting that song on. That song, next thing you know, Green Lantern made a whole tape. And yeah. see, see, I would have had no reason to go with Green Lantern. That's what I'm saying. That happened. That was a lie because the reason that we, we checked Green Lantern was because of the tape. The okay. tape was made before the summit. Okay, yeah, because that's yeah. So Obi Obi <laughs> you know said it, it came out of nowhere. Nah, I was like, I don't nah, know. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not true. That's okay. not true because I wouldn't even know Green Lantern was connected to Eminem. Yeah, I think you know what I'm saying the the reason why he's saying it was possible. that one line that you put up those those two lines yeah. on the mixtape that I put out yeah. when I was in Miami, and that was it. Yeah, that's that, it. That, that and then that sparked like and everything. Then it sparked everything. <laughs> that was yeah. like, but, but, not, but but not only that though, I'm sure it was getting back to him about the situation with the source thing because that was going on at the same time. Like the situation with the source shit, it was that my thing was just you know, um, I, I you know at that point you know what I'm saying he had dropped it, so it was like you know like yo like it ain't gonna be no no Eminem 
it's not at that point when he dropped it. It's like that was it. Like how can I, how can I give him fair reviews and and, and good shit if he just dropped the whole fucking. So yeah. we, you know, Dave was, you know, the whole journalistic staff is like, what the fuck do we do? And I'm like, listen, what do you do? It's fuck him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I need y'all to find out where he's from. <laughs> I need you to, yeah, it was like we did this like um, 2020 investigation on him and shit. <laughs> yeah. I sent somebody to Detroit to find out where he was one where he lived, where he, then we dug up everything that he was from Missouri. And then we went on. And then as we're going on, that's when the, you know, Mac, Maxwell and them, Maxell, what's the guy, his, uh, his buddy's name? Who? Yeah, the DJ, his, his guys that started with him. DJ something and Max something. Yeah. Long story short, we got the tape from them. Yeah. They sold us the tape. So at the time, he was like, what, 15 years old? Teenager, no, basically. No, he wasn't a teenager? No, let's, again, let's let's put our common sense hat on. This was... You see pictures of Eminem when he was 16. Okay. Right? Yeah. Does he look like a guy that he was even talking to girls back then, bro? <laughs> does he look... And, and, and does he look like a guy who was talking to a black girl back then? Like, let's keep it one... Let's keep it yeah. a thou <laughs> Let's keep it a thou wow, man. Like that man wasn't talking to no girls at fifteen and sixteen. <laughs> I don't and, know, and he, bro. I, I, hey, listen. I mean, we don't know. How let's can just, you? But, but I'm saying, let's just be. Let's just be. Okay, let's just say it's twenty. Let's just throw twenty. It was twenty. Okay, because what 20. we did was the, the your frontal cortex ain't developed. Till what, what we did, what we did, what we did. No, he was twenty twenty one because we the the on the Maxell tape. Yeah. There's a serial number. We went to the Maxell company yeah. from the serial number and found out when the cassette was actually made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I never got that. I never, never made it. It all added up to he was 21 years old when he did this. Okay. And and the dudes told us how old he was. His, it said he was about 2021. 20, they said it. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So, so he was 21 years old. However, his mind was shaped in Missouri before. Remember, we just got finished talking about how my mind was shaped. Yeah, so true. how was his mind shaped? If he's growing up in this little town of Missouri with no black people, mm-hmm. I, we did our homework on that. There was a very small percentage of black people where he grew okay. up. He was not. He didn't grow up with black friends. Okay. He grew up with right friends. He started liking hip-hop. I'm sure he's seen the Beastie Boys because there was three of them. I'm sure he was influenced by the Beasties, and everything's cool. Yeah. See, I want to bring up the Beastie Boys before I get back to the back. Back to that. Nobody looked at the BC Boys as white rappers. They just looked at them as three three dope motherfuckers making hip hop. Nobody questioned them. Yeah. Nobody questioned them about you know what I'm yeah. saying because that's not how they pushed them. Ex- they never pushed them as white rappers. They mm-hmm. just pushed them as hip hop. Exactly. Okay. So that's. But now let me get back. So 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 just think about it. Common sense. That's if common sense. Believe me, helps. He's growing up in Missouri around no black people. When he gets with his group, they make a tape called the Rap Racist Hour. All right. It kind of makes sense if you don't fuck with black people for you to do that. Not saying that it makes sense sense, but I'm saying I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. They, when, when it happened, we got sued. First, they said he didn't do it. It wasn't him. That was the first. That wasn't him. Okay, now it is him. He's six. They, had a, they, had a, they got millions of dollars to try to make this work, and they had to come up with something, and that's what they came up with. Yeah. Hey, he was 16 and a black girl broke his heart. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like that shit is crazy to me because they know this man didn't even have girlfriends. You could look at him and see that he wasn't into girls. You could look at him and surely didn't see he had, he had a black girlfriend. And if she did, where's the fucking picture of it? If she meant to him, meant so much yeah. to him that he broke his heart, where's the picture of her? Yeah. You got not one yeah. picture of her? Yeah. That shit's bullshit. Yeah. And, and, and they fed it. He made some song called Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, talking about it. 
never really came to, to the public and say, look, I'm sorry. Never did a press conference. I'm sorry. Or up there at Interscope. I yeah, apologize. he just released a statement. That's it. He never really Jimmy Iovine made it, produced a song called Rock and Roll Nigger. You could pull that up on Jimmy Iovine, producer of Rock and Roll Nigger. So, you know what I'm saying? Wow, I didn't know pull that. It up. Really? Jimmy Iovine, producer of Rock and Roll Nigger. Pull that up. Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine. That is crazy. He was Because he used to be a music man. He was a producer. Rock and Roll Nigger. Song written by Jimmy Iovine, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> the apple wow. don't fall, fall, yeah, fall, fall from, from the tree. Wow, I did not know that. That is, you just put me onto something. I had no idea. We Damn. just, we just got to think common sense, bro. Like the Beastie Boys was, was, I was a Run DMC freak. I went to Fresh Fest. I watched them. Like I loved the Beastie Boys. It wasn't about white and black, yeah. bro. Yeah. Paul C was a white no, producer I mean, you, that taught me how to do the SP twelve hundred. He got murdered. I love him daily. 1987, me and Paul was cool, man. Yeah. It's not about that. Yeah, no, out the gate, you never said it was, you know, you said it was about more about the system pushing, dividing. That's, That's it. really, That's yeah, it. I, no, no, I never That's got it. that. That, that I never really pushed the race narrative because it just didn't make sense to me. I wasn't going to go so hard. At, like, again, we're battling now. The song's doing good. I wasn't, but again, here come his, like, my, my DMs now are filled with fuck you, nigga. Yeah, that's Fucking yeah. Nigger, 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 nigger. Yeah. Like I mean, filled with this shit of all white people. Like, yeah. bro, like, yeah. like this is here we go again with this shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been going through this for 20 years. Yeah. With young kids, 13, 14 now, the ill shit is. It's the ill shit. It's the influence. There's Muslims over there in in the Middle East sending me hate shit, loving them and them. Now how How's that happening? Like, imagine if they mother and father found that out. You know what that I'm saying? That is crazy. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. No, no. The, I, I tell you, man, Those some of the wow. stands that are just really yeah, ridiculous. it's crazy, man. Like, I, you know, it don't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Nah, at this point. It don't. Nah, nah, even back then, back it was personal with him, not necessarily his fans, because I had to find out that I'm thinking like, well, man, shit, they, you know, so like they want to ride. Shit, I'll meet you. Pull up. I'm dropping addresses on Twitter when Twitter first out. I go out there. I'm sitting out there, two guns in my motherfucking car. And I'm sitting, sitting like a damn asshole, like a fool, like not knowing because I don't know. I'm a street guy, so I don't know nothing how this new way of disrespecting people works. I didn't know that you could just disrespect people and then don't show up. No, internet is wild. Internet is disgusting. I had to learn. Like I was the fool. I was the one with pie on the face. Nobody ever showed me. I'm stupid. Nah, so I, I but I learned it. I'm just saying his fans, his fans fuck things up. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. They yeah, fuck I, up. I got that same vibe with a little bit of Kanye because I was like, it's it's too really. Yeah, because dude, they, they called him God at one point, man. This is in 2013 when he was doing the Yeezus album. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm like, I can't, I can't fuck yeah. with his fans calling him God and arguing with me because now, I'm, I, I'm a 50 fan. So the you know 50 have Kanye you had problems battle. with Kanye's fans? Yeah, quite a now, few. Were times. they white fans or black fans? I don't know because some of the pictures is Kanye's. Guaranteed, <laughs> they were white. Probably, yeah. Like, I, I a, don't, lot of, why, a lot of a lot of white fans are. Kanye why fans. do white fans? What is it with white fans in hip hop that that they gotta like be disrespectful? Like, what is the anger inside of them yeah, that they me. feel like they have to be disrespectful? I know it. What is it makes no sense, though. What I know. Is it? I've gotten that quite a few. And I, like I said, I chose Machine Gun Kelly, and the, I got death threats. I got all kinds of shit. I hope you burn. Yes. Go get in a car crash. I hope you die. I'm like Machine Gun Kelly just just picked a better beat. He picked a beat that the culture could rock with, and that's why. Exactly, yeah. it flowed better, you. and it was a way better replay value, in my opinion. Oh, I guarantee you yeah. that Eminem got writers around. He got writers around him. They're talking about who wrote my shit. Guarantee you, watch Eminem come out with some shit. Watch, watch, because that's why he's taking so long. Because that <laughs> that shit's over with. 
Yeah. That's it's done. Yeah. He showed you six, five, six albums that he just pulled out. It just didn't stick. Not to the other, anything he puts out with, with, with his fans, mm. but that don't mean that it's the shit over here. We mm. don't think it's the shit at all. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why I they mean, keep saying we want the old M. Yeah, but the old M don't got Dre doing his beats no more. Mm-hmm. And even if Dre was doing it, then we don't know what Dre's going to come out with. Mm-hmm. If I was M's manager, go get with ATL Jacob. Go get with Metro Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be actually, I'd be oh, way more yeah. interesting. Yeah, Go do that. So where were you when you heard Doomsday 2? Like when you dropped that, that track? I had, um, I don't even know. I just remember it was like Eminem putting up a diss track. I was like, huh? And I listened to it and I just was like, oh, that... It didn't hit me because I was like, "This ain't it." I was he missed it with this one, yeah. Mac, yeah, yeah. What, what's the opposite of been a, a giraffe? That was it. Yeah, that was it. And then when he when he flushed the toilet, I'm just like, "Nah, this." I'm like, "Bro, you fifty something, bro." Yeah, and <laughs> you know what's the crazy thing about the age thing that he would always mention with you? He would mention the age thing, but then right years, Machine Gun Kelly did the same thing, and people would clown yeah. Machine Gun Kelly no. for it. And I was like, "Why?" When Eminem did the same thing. He called me a, a grandpa and everything. Yeah, exactly. Like, bro, you in your 50s rapping. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. Something so that you said you wouldn't ages. do. Yeah, Something yeah. that you said you wouldn't do. And look at you. You yeah. paying your bed yeah. just for men, <laughs> and you in your 50s Yeah, rapping. Ain't no. that a bitch? When you was just when, when you was in your 30s and 40s, you would say you'd never do it because I was older than you. But now, look, you done gotten them 50s I never now. understood yeah. that. Because, like, Machine Gun Kelly clowned Eminem for his age. But I'm like, dude, Machine Gun Kelly, you're going to grow old, too. It makes no sense to do that. But... They were attacking Machine Gun Kelly for that, for clowning for age. When Eminem was doing it with you back they in the early 2000s. They don't give a fuck. And I was like, why is that? That makes no they're sense. The most, they're the most fucking yeah. wacky, goofy, kooky motherfuckers <laughs> fans on the planet. And and, and, and honestly, like, I, I just hate to say it. Like, they just need to grow up. They need to get a life. They need to figure it out. Because, because when he, when it's over for him, that's it for y'all. Surely he's sixty three. Y'all are still gonna be talking about Eminem in hip hop. Y'all are gonna be the laughing stock right now. You're kind of getting laughed at right now. The Eminem fans are really like weird because they're not. It's time to hop on somebody else right now because you're gonna look real fucking stupid when this guy's sixty five years old and that's all you're talking about. Yeah. Like talk about somebody else in hip hop. It's okay. So what do you think started him to diss you? Because I have my theory. Because you. I mean, I've been I've been doing a bunch of interviews, and every interview they ask about him, and I'm mm. not one to shy away from no questions. Yeah, exactly. So maybe he was mad at something I said. I don't know. I like I, I like the Michael, Michael Jackson story that you you told. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mike that called was, me about that. Shit. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. What, that's what's so crazy. I'm talking to Mike for like 45, 50 minutes over this, and he just was he was thanking me. You know what I'm saying? But he started going into the whole Tommy Mottola and Sony and this. I mean, he was getting deep, and I just um first of all, I'm just you know. Because you were, I'm stunned. You were kind of going against the machine at that point too. I mean, when you were mentioning the source, be, and you know, because machine. I felt like so Michael Jackson kind of relates. I to felt that, like the right? source was a machine, mm-hmm. and we can go against another machine. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It was machine against machine. Yeah. I felt their machine just again. They wanted a white rapper. Now remember, Beastie Boys. They didn't. They was just rappers. Yeah. Eminem. They they marketed him as the white rapper, mm-hmm. and that's the difference. They split America up. If, if hip-hop was all cultures, then white people should have bought into all cultures. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't like black people, give it a try. You know what I'm saying? But do you blame do you blame Dr. Dre for that? Because Dr. No, Dre I, played... never, I never blame Dr. Dre for nothing. Yeah. Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre is like a major Cause, influence. Because Dre would let M just do his thing, and then M would, would kind of bring that white narrative in the Doc, music listen, as well. Dr. Dre, again, um, you know, major influence. That, that NWA, all his shit would yeah. influence me. So I'd be a hypocrite. Yeah. You know, he he found the artist 
and, 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 and they did amazing shit, made a lot of money, sold a lot of records. I can't be mad at him. Yeah, okay. He's okay. not. He just wants to make beats. He's yeah. not into the shit. The shit that I'm in, I'm with, you know, I'm all, again, I'm bringing my Boston mentality, a little bit of revolution. I mean, then I'm with the Source magazine. The Source magazine was hip-hop culture. That was the first thing, the culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to feel like, okay, if this is the culture, well, I'm speaking up for the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If that's he's going to speak up for white America, I'm speaking up for the streets. Then. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Damn, that's crazy. So, Rap Elvis, I just wanted to talk about that because this is, I think, to me, it's top five disses towards Eminem. Because, Appreciate that question. Yeah, I got Cannabis up there. I think Machine Gun Kelly did his thing. Now you're up there. Let's go one, two, three. What, what would you say? One, two, three. What's the what's the best one? Number one. The number I think one. Cannabis bar for bar. Yeah, uh, he dropped quite a few records actually off the top. What, of my head. what was the one number one record disc record from Eminem two and three? Uh, I don't know. I got to look at Cannabis's titles for everything that he dropped. Okay, we'll just say Cannabis is one. Yeah, I put Cannabis two. at one. Ah, two. It's between you and Machine Gun Kelly. Which one? You Either pick one. Pick, you got to pick one. Which one really hit you? Bars and everything. Which one? Which one? I'll put you in the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got, yeah. I got yeah. you because the lines hit harder. What, what Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly said, I think what Machine Gun Kelly said, that like, like your beard is weird, kind of threw me off a little bit. I was like, it's it's all right on that like saying mention. I like Kelly's journey, just smooth. Kelly is smooth. But that's what I mean. Yeah, I, the replay joint. value was a lot more yeah. than what Eminem dropped with Kill Shot. You could play Machine Gun Kelly's joint in the club. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's, yeah. that's a, a crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he did, and he shot a video for a quick, you know. So I'm gonna shoot a video for my. I'm gonna go down to Miami and shoot a video. You should. Oh yeah. shit, yeah, you that should. was dope. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. I'm shoot a video. I like the artwork for that too, man. That, yeah, that yeah, was that good was, artwork. Yeah. yeah, that was. I, man, I forgot her name. Who came man. up with that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we were sitting down, and I was like, you know, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to get something real, you know, hit, hit, hit hard, but, you know, let's. There was, um, there was, uh, I forgot her name, but she was with somebody in the studio, and she does uh artwork and stuff. Mm. She was nice. I was like, yo, I said, um, can you morph Eminem into Elvis? Yeah, that's what, is she it was a, like AI, AI. Yeah, is AI it a, did that. Is it a blend of? AI, yeah, it's a blend. Oh, because that's, it kind of looks like. She went to her AI, AI. <laughs> went to her AI, I don't know if it was Chad GBT, and said, yeah. Eminem morph into Elvis, and then we got it. That's very Lo and behold. Yeah, yeah. What, what are your thoughts on AI? I actually want to ask, because do you think when, when an artist passes that a label sh- with the approval, yeah, no, I don't, I don't. First of all, like, AI, to me, it's a fad. They're going to have to do better shit with it. Like, when I started going on it, I was like, Benzino picture. The pictures they sent me was garbage. I was like, I'm out, I'm out of here. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, right now it's horrible. What the fuck is this? <laughs> no, this ain't what I expect. It's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing oh, other shit when they, shit. When they advertise it. What the fuck is the this? Fuck is this, this ain't what they advertise. I looked at, like, uh... Uh, Look, Demo Jackson or something <laughs> like. That's you know, yeah, well, crazy. Oh, God. Yeah, they gotta develop AI yeah, still. Yeah, but man, that shit ain't. You know what I'm saying? But what do you think about the music? Guy? Like somebody can take your voice and just pretend to be you in a song. I've, I've heard. Because if the, you would, I heard the joint he did with Biggie. Um, what's his name? Uh, who? With um, with Biggie. Biggie. No, the, yeah. he, he produced it like the producer Timberland. 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 Oh Timberland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to do that. He pissed everybody off. Yeah. He pissed yeah. everybody off. People don't want dead people to be raised. They want their legacy. That's what music is for. See, yeah. when you die, the music lives on. So you don't have to make mm. new music with to try to put lyrics together. Yeah. That is, but I understand the type of robotic bullshit that we're going for the future. Yeah. And, and and at some point, it's going to be dope. Like so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right? You know, it it's going to be under. You're not going to be able to tell who it's what's what. That's the problem with it. And that's that's where I think labels are going to trick fans and try to milk the shit out of the artist because they're going to be like. 
no, this artist created this at the time when he was alive. It just it's it's in a storage. It's 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 in a vault. Like Dr. Dre's got, we could say five thousand, ten thousand tracks. When he passes away, labels are gonna be like, oh, these are the tracks that he had stored. When really, it's gonna be some AI shit that they're gonna. And at that point, we'll all be eating dirt burgers, and no one's even gonna <laughs> give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Humpito, no one's gonna give a fuck at that. We're dead. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever goes on, and then yeah, I don't even want to be around for like the future's not looking like the type of shit that I want to be around. I don't blame you, man. I'm yeah. honest, That's what I'm saying. You you, know you were living in an era where social media wasn't yeah, around. That shit. Era, it's just man. I I barely got thing. to experience that as a kid, tiny bit, and then I got into social media. But you got like, a good yeah. see a lot of guys I meet, but you. You get you could I could tell the ones that I could tell the zombies who just everything is in there it goes and then I could tell the people who who get it the ones who get it are gonna are gonna have a much more enjoyable life <laughs> yeah. these next 20 30 40 years the ones yeah. that don't are just gonna be in the they're gonna be in the fucking matrix, man. You gonna be, yeah. you don't even know that your mind and thoughts are being controlled. You, you see the you Apple Vision. Know. You see the Apple Vision Pro. People are wearing those things and they're seeing this like uh, it's crazy. They're walking around with those things on, just like I got. I got my son Zeno the Metaverse thing, and he loves it and everything. <laughs> but he's you know so I got to get him to stay in one. He's eight years old and he bangs his hand, he bangs his arm. I'm like Zeno, you got to stay in one position. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like crazy, but you know what I mean. I, I put it on. I was like, Daddy said, they said you can go on an island. You can go on an island. So I said, Come on, Zeno, let me get it. He's like, you know what I mean? You on an island? I don't want to do that shit, man. And then people are talking about you could buy. See, just like shit crashed when it first came out. People are like with that metaverse, oh my God, you can buy a house and you can do this and you can do that. <laughs> now look at that. That shit is a fad. Now. Yeah, nobody ain't nobody thinking about it. Yeah. And if you spent millions in that, oh my gotcha. Oh, yeah. bro, so many people. If long. you bought a house in the metaverse for three hundred thousand Bitcoin, you was a fucking fool. Buddy. Yeah, <laughs> in a digital universe, you can't even live in that fucking thing. I'm living right? next to Snoop's house in the metaverse. Yeah, I just spent one hundred and seventy thousand on it. Yeah, that dude, shit is, that is insane. Bro. I can't believe that shit. Bozo even. the fucking Clizzy. But this, this is like when you when you drop the Eminem those those race tapes. If it would have dropped right now, they would have said it's AI, like off the rack. He would have been in trouble. No, they would have said it's AI. They would have said it's AI. They wouldn't have believed it. 100%. They would have been like, it's AI. It's not real. Wow. Yeah, you would have... Right now, they're saying a lot of shit's AI when it's coming out. Oh, I don't believe it's AI. It's like, nah, bro. This is legitimately from... Wow. So that's what I'm saying. You kind of... That era dropping at the moment is perfect. Even though I know you're thinking of social media, it would have blew right. up and went crazy. Right, right. But right. AI, they would have just brushed it off. Damn. Well, 100%. hey. I mean, listen, man. Like I said, I'm not gonna be around when it gets too crazy. I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy out here. So I'll be eating some dirt macaroni and cheese. <laughs> dirt ma <laughs> hey, that, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Hey, it's a blessing to live, you know, to you know, uh, old age. It really is, bro. I'm be I'm beyond yeah. 58. I'm be totally honest. More blessing. There's no fucking way that I even thought about living 58 years. Old. Like, yeah. No way. Yeah. Like all my guys, a lot of them my age are wiped out. I I had a get with a bunch of niggas that was five to ten years old younger than me because yeah. the, the original guys was gone yeah so but um living this long man the shit that we've been through and everything is just i just i uh, man I'm, I'm you know i it's you know like god exists and as i'm the more i'm getting older the more i really understand he exists yeah yeah, yeah. that's, that's good man one. yeah it's, it's i mean a hundred man that's what i'm saying like i i think for your for your legacy, do you are you gonna create a documentary for? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I'm gonna do my life story. I'm working. I think on, you should. I'm working on a couple of things right now, but my life story. Yeah, you know. I would really. It's gonna like, be. It's. I'm gonna do a book first, and I'm gonna do the life. But it's a lot. You know, it's my time in Boston. It starts with my father because my father's story is crazy, and my story. My father's story is gonna be a part of mine. So he'll tell his story. You know, what I'm saying with the mob because he was a major figure in, in, 
in New England. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it'll get to me and my whole Boston thing and Boston as a city and the gang shit and all the shit we went through. And then it'll go to the source, those 18 years, and it'll go to Love and Hip Hop. And then it'll right here with with, with, with Koi. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you're dude, that's... And, you and, got a whole, like, and second... And it'll end with... Rap Elvis with me, you know what I'm saying? Hold <laughs> yeah. the belt, like <laughs> Creed Five. Yeah. And shit. Like, it was, it was, Yo, I'm telling you, I think I think the second go around was you definitely got him right now. Oh, I think yeah, I definitely what? I I Come give on, you a props for that. Man. You got him right now. But if Eminem responds, I'm waiting. You got something loaded? I'm waiting. I do. You got I do. I actually good. got one and a half. I'm, I I got one ready. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The only, but you know, I heard Cassius is getting ready to drop one. Shout to Cassius and all the rest yeah. of them. I'm not answering none of them. Okay. So, but if they can get some stream money off of this and get some fine, Zeno yeah. breathes life into the day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like this as soon as Zeno just comes around. You'd be just awake. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, and then, but, but Royce, I would answer. So if Royce comes with one, Oh, I'm going. To, I'm going to answer Royce. Okay, that's, that'll be interesting. Yeah, nice. yeah, really I'm not like going to answer nobody else. What if Fifty comes up? Right? No, man. You diss Fifty on here, man. Come on. I used to don't fuck with Fifty. Keep 50, it a buck. Fifty's not a Fifty's not a battle battle rapper. Yeah, but I he, do yeah. little little things that ain't nothing. I think 50, you know I think saying? Fifty gets underrated when it comes to diss records. What, I think I think what, what diss record did he? I ever think do Piggy that with? Bank. Here, here's why. No, no, you listen, think, listen. I was with you. Listen, listen. Up until now, <laughs> listen, Piggy Bank. Listen, listen, listen. You're the top artist, and you're just spraying getting everybody. He he took he took on seven people at once, and dis like just with a couple lines destroyed him. Come on, man! Like that was only because he was the biggest artist with the biggest artist with him. But doesn't that take producer. doesn't that take balls? Imagine if if Drake if 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 a bunch of artists nah, went at Drake man, at you once. You got to come out. Fifty got to come out with some real. Like if he wants to diss somebody, come out with a real. Like just like I just did. He, no, Come 50, 50 had Back Down, the original version. You ever, heard, you ever heard the original version of Back Down? Never heard it. I don't think I heard it. But I mean, the original Piggy, version, I heard Piggy Bank. The original Back Down got, Dre didn't want it to come out because really? he was going at Jay-Z, oh, going at R. Kelly, going at everybody. Now, now the Robin song, he killed that. How one to the, Rob. One of the top, yeah. How to Rob, that's one of the, yeah. so yeah, well, you're not, 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 then you know what, then yeah, okay, because How to Rob was like a diss song. Yeah. So I could yeah. see that, but. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Listen, if, if 50 was, yeah, I would answer 52. Okay. I'm only going to answer, even though I don't put Royce in the categories 50 and M. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I think I could chew Royce. I just think so. Okay. I think so. I All don't right. think Royce is that nice. Okay. All I right. think Mickey Fax just chewed him the last time. Ooh, okay. I think those guys are living off of their old raps and their old styles, but they just didn't come around the culture anymore. When you sit in the house and don't come around the culture, then you start losing it, believe it or not. Yeah, that's true. Believe it it's, or not. It's in the 48 Laws of Power, yeah. Believe it or not, if you're just sitting around and you like on your money and everything, mm -hmm. if you don't get up and, and see what's hot and get get up, I've still been in these streets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? I'm still in these streets. That's true. So, you know. You lose the touch because you're not. You're yeah, not man. Yeah. yeah, so if, if he comes at me, I'm going back at him too. Yeah. Like we, we, we can do this all year. We can do this all year. Yo, I, I, that would be yeah. amazing because yeah. I, I love competition. As long as it doesn't spill to nah, us. man, listen, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I, I don't see it to spill into streets. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm, yeah. I'm 58. I got kids, yeah. and I got, you know, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm past that. I've exactly. survived that. Why would I get to this exactly. and want that? Exactly. So if we could do it on wax. Let's go. That's what's up, man. I want to own a last thing. I want to go over the rap okay. Elvis just let's a go. little bit. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> am I here on this? Okay, let me see. Let me get some of these bars down. Um, 
I like the this. What happens when the Celtics play the Pistons? That was a nice. I mean, the Pistons it's, it's true. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We're like, number one. We're only, <laughs> yeah. the, we're only the number have the best record in the NBA. They yeah, have, no. and they have the worst. Yeah, no. But the, shout out, and I don't Pistons want to disrespect those young guys. Those young guys, you know, what I'm saying they just gonna, you know, they just Hope need to grow up. a little bit. You know, yeah. what I'm saying I remember the back in the day when we was playing the bad boys. Oh yeah, you know, Celtics and the bad boys. Those I mean, they had a run even in the early 2000s. 2004, they won the championship. So I mean, they did, they did their yeah. thing here and there. Uh, so I you, wanted the Lions to win too. By the way, by the way. Oh, okay. I wanted the Lions to win. Yeah, Eminem was like going crazy over that. He was like, I need them to win, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, you're mentioning all the people leaving the label. So, you know, uh, let's go down. Did you see stable. what he tweeted when he said, yo, I'm going to bring you a championship next year? I'm like, is this the, is he the fucking quarterback? <laughs> what the f- is he like having a, like a moment? Like, does he yeah. think he's the fucking quarterback? Yeah. Like, is he, is he Jerry Goffin? Like, is he going to be, is he going to be competing for Jared's fucking be, thing next year? Like, imagine like, if he actually did bro, that. Bro, like maybe that's why he's not answering me because he's, at the combine, yeah, yeah, throwing yeah. footballs and shit. <laughs> that is hilarious, yo. Oh, shit. No, he got way too deep into that. But, um, yeah, you mentioned, you know, all the people leaving label. Gun, Benny, Khan, Royce, Joe Budden. Do you hear what Joe Budden said? Of course you? I heard what Joe Budden yeah, Joe, so. yeah. Joe's going to hop on. When Joe sees an opportunity mm-hmm, to yeah. hop on M's meat, he's mm-hmm. going to take it. Yeah. He sees this as an opportunity to get back in it because Joe came back with his this song and that shit just didn't stick and yeah. I'm yeah. sure he's like damn I did that it didn't stick and now M hates me so now he sees a way to get back in <laughs> yeah. no Joe's yeah Joe hasn't Joe M will never come on your show no matter how much you you yeah. you scrub his meat bro it's never gonna happen Joey <laughs> stop save yourself yeah. have some dignity yeah, yeah okay <laughs> alright you know, some viral moments right <laughs> we talking viral <laughs> huh quick <laughs> Hey, that either way, what the fuck, man? Come on. So I, I agree with a lot of this stuff, though. Like you said, you know, you you only diss Elton John, your mom, your ex, Britney Spears. You diss Lana Del Rey, you know, Moby, Iggy, not Ogadala, which Go diss some thing. real MCs, yeah. the battle rap niggas. Go just call them out. You said it, too. Yeah, what yeah. The fuck? Yeah. We've said that, yeah. yeah. You said you thought the draft bar was The outside hard. is the whole crew dissed you. Come back and yeah. shout to As Is. I didn't mention him, but mention him. Yeah, yeah. I think... I don't know what it is. I think uh, I know what it is. What he's scared. Scared. <laughs> Quake. What else could it be? What, you, you're saying you don't know what it is, but what else could it be? He's nervous that if they do take him, his career is over. He's probably shitting right now. Like I can't believe it. I know he's sitting back. I can't believe this shit. Motherfuckers are actually saying his fans are actually yeah. saying that Benzino won. Like he, he's tri- like this never happened. Yeah. This is a glitch right now. I think. I think it's. I think Eminem's kind of aura and his his top spot kind of went away it was a thing that's kind of dwindled this time's gone not to the not to the stands yeah but there's only so much stands that can push that's you know. that's that's bullshit there's millions of them still, still. but eminem look at music to be murdered by last album dropped he did like i think he went double platinum and that was that was dumpster yeah, juice but i'm saying <laughs> but i'm that saying dumpster i'm juice. saying i think if you could go double platinum on dumpster <laughs> juice then what is that telling you yeah like let's I, be real yeah, man. man but i, I think it's not what he used to, like, come on. What, what Eminem was in his prime. Bro, I listened to that album, and I just I just shook my head. Like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, man? This is what, yeah. that wasn't it, man. Yeah. Like, I like I Kamikaze. Him. I think that but was that a, shows you that, that was millions of album. fans are going to, he could do a Hickory Dickory Duck and album still get, yeah. and still sell yeah, Triple yeah. Platinum. He could do a nursery rhyme album, and, and the stands will still, because yeah. they have to hold on to him because it's deeper than rap. It's the only way that they could be at the table in hip-hop, they think. 
I'm thinking they could be at the table anyway, but they're thinking, well, shit, if we don't have a right rapper, we can't come to the table no more. They got to stop thinking like that. Yeah, that's interesting. That's, I never too, really thought yes. about that. Yeah, I never really thought about that's that. That's what it is. That's they're holding them too yeah, tight. That is true, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who who would be a white rapper that would come and you know. I mean Jack I Harlow. What, Jack Harlow. I don't know if Jack Harlow's going to do it. I don't think Jack to that. See, it, it's funny because if if the blacks really like him, then they're like, mm, you're not white enough. Mm. See, Stan's a real. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, that makes sense. Yeah. It's it's, it's, weird, it's like the Republican Party and <laughs> yeah, Democratic Party. Yeah, that's, that's, it's it's too fucking confusing to try yeah. to figure it out. Like you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. Gee, I'm I'm actually God. glad you came here, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's some real shit, man. No, I, last question, last thing. Come on. So I, I I always wanted to get the clarification on fifty and the the the, the stabbing incident and what okay. what role you kind of played because I I based on research I I found out that the the actual snitching paperwork that that Irv and uh, uh, Chris Gotti put. Was wasn't snitch paper. It was a paper that the the studio, the the engineer there, the, who he got stabbed in the chest and the side. He's the one that filed it to get money out of right, Jaru. Right, but fifty signed, right? Fifty. Stabbed. He had to because when you, he didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. When, you when never you, have to. You have to. Quake. You never have to. Bro, I was just you watching never, police get pulled over. You never have people. to. You, you have you, to file. You can go to jail. You can go take your sit down, and you can go whether it's three months, six months contempt. You can go and go sit down. You never have to sign. But when something when something that like that happens, there has to be whoever was there has to say has to has to. No, you don't. Yeah, you have to sign something. <laughs> no, this isn't. We're not in China. Like you know, you do <laughs> yeah. not have to. You know I, I don't know. I read, my thing is this, and it's beyond that, right? Okay. okay. However, that happened. That happened. But my thing is when he, when the whole so, thing. The whole thing was two of them. It was a couple of them, and. They was outnumbered, all right? Mm -hmm. uh, Tony Ayo had a gun, got punched, dropped the gun. The gun had no bullets in it. Now, this is, 50's telling me this. Okay. He's up the street okay. on 54th at the Hit Factory. He comes down to mine at, at, at Sony Studios on 54th. Okay. You said a made man guy was out there so smoking. Cool Jesus was out there smoking cigarettes. Okay. Brings him inside. Okay. It's the first time I met him. I had heard about him through Tony and him, the track masters, through Steve Stout. He said that the, he showed the gun. He was like kind of mad at Yayo. He didn't even mention it, but it was Ye come to fight. It was Yayo. He said he dropped the gun. It had no bullets in it. You know what I'm saying? In other words, if it had bullets in it, I would have got my issue. It had no bullets. He had the gun. He picked the gun up. Okay. Had no bullets in it. And why the fuck would you go? Who goes to a fucking studio with no bullets in their gun? Let me tell you 50's, 50's side, though. What do you, 50's what do you, side. What, what he said. This is a while ago. This is 2007. Anyway, let me finish it. Okay. I called him a car service and sent him to Bellevue. Okay. And that's what happened. And that's yeah. simple. Okay. I would have did that for you. Yeah. I, I'm in there. I got, I got all my guys with me. He showed me he got stabbed. All right, bro. You, he didn't have a He had nobody to pick him up. I, I didn't know Ja ruined him at the time. I called him his car service and got him out of there. And it was simple. Okay. That was it. Okay. Yeah, yeah so what, what 50 said was that there's a narrow hallway in the studio, very narrow. And you could only like fit one person basically when you were going through the, and one, one side of the door, he had his gun there. He had a gun loaded, cocked, ready to go. If something would pop off. And the other side, he was in the studio. They ended up fighting and 50 was trying to go to the other room to get the gun. But by the time that even, they even finished everything out, everybody was running out. That's cool. By the time he got the gun, he said he was, he saw them running down the stairs. He was trying, he was about to damn near start shooting. That does, does that again, common sense. Somebody's beating you up and you're gonna start shooting. This is the great fifty cent. No, 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 no. Not so 
when the fight happened, they were trying to figure out what the fuck just happened because he got stabbed. So he's saying what is they, there to figure the time, out? Like, you get stabbed. Yeah, yo got stabbed in the hand. Right. They, they know the what happened. Engineer. Murder Inc. is in there putting it on him. So, like, you're going to go get the gun and you're going to up shit and you're going to. It happens. It was in the other day. room. It was on the room. At the other room, upstairs, in the bathroom, under the toilet. Once you got the gun, you up and shit. Yeah. You know, the gun he showed me was a little nasty little revolver and it had no bullets in it. This is what he's telling me. I have no reason <laughs> yeah. to lie. Why yeah, would I yeah. lie about that? No, I, no, I, I just I didn't know. I'm just saying I didn't know Ja ruined them, so right, I didn't right. have a a nickel in that dime either or at that time. Whether he got hurt, yeah, exactly. Mur- yeah. I didn't know them niggas that like that. Sense, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm from yeah. Boston. I'm in there with made men. Yeah. I'm just caring about us. I'm looking at Jesus like, why would you even bring him in here? Because we don't when we when we ride, we don't get in the middle of shit. Mm-hmm. But he got in and it was cool. I was like, yeah, okay. I'm playing mad. If I'm playing Madden at the time. And he came in, and I got him a concert, but he showed the gun. Everybody in there was in the room. Every All the made men, and they can, and they can um, co-sign the story. He showed us the gun. He said his man dropped the gun, all right? And, and, and then when you listen to Murder, Inc. side, that's what they said. He punched him, he dropped the gun, and you know what I'm saying? The rest was history. I doubt very, very much that there was a gun that 50 picked up, and he didn't want to shoot because of some reason. It just didn't make no... Maybe because there was no bullets in the fucking gun. Yeah. Maybe he was going to start yeah. shooting, but there wasn't no bullets. Why would he not shoot if niggas are stabbing him and he got a gun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think... He didn't say, like, he got the gun when they were there. He said after the fight happened, they were running. And by the time they, they were running out, he finally got the gun and was about to, like, while they're exiting the hall, whatever, the, the stairs and going down. But he was like, let me tell you, at man, that point, I, they're already out. He's like, I'm not going to go I'm outside shooting, and start I'm, blasting. I'm, 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 you go outside I'm, and just start blasting. I'm airing <laughs> shit out. You got, like, come on, man. Like that's And that's nothing to brag about. That's just instinct. That's just re- reaction. That's just, act, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what you're going to do anyways. Yeah, because 50 said it would have been like, a, I don't know if New York has this law, but he said it was a stand your ground law if they're running away. You know, it like, doesn't even matter. Stand your gun, whatever. You stabbing me, I'm shooting the yeah, fuck, and I'm going to yeah. deal with the court shit later, bro. Yeah, like, I, that, exactly. that, I mean, it, I, I don't know how they do it. I'm, if 50 has a special way of doing it and people are okay with that, then God bless them. I agree with but I just, I just know that he showed me a fucking nasty revolver in his hand, and he said that there was no bullets in it. And yeah. then I see Yayo telling the story that he had a big silver <laughs> four-fifth and... He, he tells yeah, the most we, sensational stories, we, bro. We, like, we, that shit was fucking when we lie. Did, he lied. When we did the Give Richard Die Trying documentary, Rockwilder, producer. You know Rockwilder. He uh, he was talking about they were running around with big-ass guns. They were just pulling not them out. Not that night. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Because that was before. Not that night. That was before he actually. I'm sure they do go. Why not? We all got big guns. But yeah. that night, he didn't have a big gun. Yeah. That night, he had a nasty revolver. That shit like the 3-2 or something. Yeah. Not that 3-2 can't do work. Yeah. But you can't do nothing if you ain't got no fucking shells in the motherfucker. That's true, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn. Well, I mean, you clarified a lot of things, man, and I appreciate you coming through, I appreciate through, we got to do this again. No, no, yeah, 100%, I, man. I fuck with y'all. Yeah, man. no, I appreciate And we in the A together, man, yeah, for real. That's yeah. the most beautiful thing. I fuck thing. with y'all, man, for real, man. I really appreciate man. I wish y'all all the success in the world. Thank you, man. Appreciate, appreciate it, man. I respect and Let me know when you drop it, please. Yeah, yeah. I know. we're doing it in 24 hours, man. We're going to have this out quick, so, appreciate yeah. It. so It's going to be dope. I can't man. wait. I want. I, like I said, I cannot wait to see what happens when all this goes on. Look, I'll be back because it's going to keep going. This ain't going to stop now. And it's good for hip hop. No, no, exactly. I, I, yeah, I yeah, love the competition, true. man. I like, like I said, I like you guys that say direct names. I'm tired of the subliminals. These newer artists, it's too much subliminals, man. I, I also want to send a shout out to my baby Ashley. She's sitting outside waiting for me. Yeah. So <laughs> when she sees this, that I, that I love you, baby. Yeah, she's being patient. Very patient. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you. She's patient. not banging on the door right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's yeah. very yeah. patient. Yeah. Hell yeah. No. So thank you, Benzino, for pulling up, man, and thank you for clarifying a lot of things. Definitely. All right, take care. Peace out.